Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Golden Astrologer Podcast. This is Deb McBride, and I am broadcasting from lovely Escazú, Costa Rica, where it has been a beautiful day. And today is Sunday, the 30th of January in the year 2022, and we are at the end of January. Can you believe it? The first month of the new year is already finished. Tomorrow's the last day, so this is... This is a big deal. And the bigger deal is that Venus is direct. Yay! Hurrah. Well, this is this is quite an accomplishment for each and every one of us because <laughs> this has been a very powerful Venus retrograde. And Venus went direct yesterday at 3.46 a.m. Eastern Time, and she has been retrograde since the 19th of December 2021. Now, here we are. What happened for you? How are you feeling? Do you feel that you have made progress? Um, my experience personally was when this went direct yesterday, it was a huge burden was lifted and a huge relief and a huge sweeping forward because this is, um, this has been a very intense retrograde. One reason is because it's been in Capricorn and Capricorn is a very serious sign and Capricorn is a sign of accomplishment and wanting accomplishment. And for me personally, I wanted to see to it that I accomplished what I needed to do to get myself clear, like any emotional Venusian related issues such as love, money, finance, relationships, friendships, all that, emotions, all of that needed to be like worked on and cleared. And so I feel like, you know, I did a lot of work. And Capricorn is a sign of work. So it was important to do work on ourselves during this time or work through things if you are in a marriage or a partnership or a business partnership or anything. This is something that was important to work through and connect with and um, really examine and uh, do your homework, you know, and Saturn needs us to do that Saturn, you know, and Saturn rules Capricorn. Now, one of the things that I also think was very important about this is that Venus, and I've said this before, Venus connected with Pluto twice. And so, you know, Venus is not out of her shadow. She's direct, but she's not out of her shadow and she won't be out of her shadow until she gets to 26 degrees of Capricorn, which isn't going to happen till early March. Now, that's where she went retrograde. So she then will proceed through new areas of the Zodiac that she has not been through in, you know, a year or so. So when Venus connected with Pluto the first time in early December, and then the second time on Christmas, um, we had to do some deep diving into our feelings, into our emotions, into our patterns of relationships and what our expectations were of relationships. And, you know, Capricorn is ruled by Saturn, as I mentioned, as I've said many times before, but Saturn is not the easiest planet. Yes, it requires us to do work. So we were expected to do work during this Venus retrograde, but Saturn also is where we need to, you know, wipe out fear, where fear has potentially gotten in the way of our acting 
or taking action or any part of our lives that fear might actually impede us, create obstacles. Obstacles are often created by, you know, unconscious things, but fear is one of them. And fear is something that we learn lessons through, which is also a Saturnine thing. We learn lessons through conquering our fears and our anxieties and our, our, you know, insecurities. And Capricorn is a lot about that, you know, and Saturn is a lot about that. And you would think Capricorns are very confident people and they, yeah, but they have to prove something. They always feel like they have to prove something to the world or, or, you know, show themselves, prove something to themselves that they can accomplish it. They can do it. They can land on top. They, they can climb that mountain and, and stay focused and committed and, and accomplish something and have success in their hand. And so it's a tangible earth sign. Remember that we want to see something tangible from all of this. So what does that mean? It means that I felt in my own life, and I'm sure other people felt this too, that there were highlights of my insecurities and feelings of insecurity anywhere where I felt untethered or insecure in any way those things were highlighted to be worked on and eradicated and we still have time to do that because venus is going to be in capricorn for a while before she goes into aquarius in march but we still have to remain mindful of what those insecurities are and where they um, impede us in our lives so you know it's over venus's not retrograde anymore, but she's stopped in the sky. She's at 11 degrees, four minutes, and she's going to slowly start to move forward. And she still, remember what I said, she was going to be at 11 degrees for 16 days. So she's still going to be at 11 degrees for the rest of the week. And we will be evaluating our experience of recognizing insecurities healing insecurities, healing anxieties, healing relationships, healing our finances. Where do we feel less than? Where do we feel the fear has gotten the better of us? This is all really important to still look at, but but that wind of change blew through the door and I felt a complete different energy once that Venus went direct. And even on Friday, I could feel things changing and moving and things were going forward. And it was so important to know that. It was so important to be aware of that and make things known to myself. You know, things came forward, information came forward to me. Um, and it's been, you know, a very intense process because of Venus's connection to Pluto. Pluto is is never lighthearted. Pluto is dealing with the underworld. Pluto is where we get pulled into the underworld to see our own darkness, to shine the light on our own darkness so that we can release it and it no longer has a hold over us. It no longer controls us. And this was, this was been very complicated over these last six weeks. So it's important for each of us to now move forward with confidence and know that any insecurities and, uh, you know, perhaps fears and anxieties that we've experienced during this retrograde period can now be cleared 
if they have their roots someplace in your life, you probably recognize them. Maybe you had to deal with some power struggles because it was Venus Pluto. And we're going to find our way through this. We're going to navigate through this path over this next month and several days um, as we move through the, the same path that Venus visited while she was retrograde. So this will be territory that she is going to see for the third time. Um, you know, she went all the way to 26 Capricorn. She went all the way back from 26 to 11 degrees. And now she's at 11 and we're going to go forward. So the first 11 degrees of Capricorn, she's not visiting again. She did that already back in November. And then we went forward until she went 26, turned around. And now we, she's turned back around at 11 and this is, this is an important review of the same territory and how we can move forward with our, with our plans. Now, as I said, tangible sign Capricorn. It's an earth sign. It wants, Capricorn more than anybody wants to see progress, wants to see, you know, I made progress. I worked hard. Where's my reward? Where's, where do I get to see how I, how I did? How was, how did I do on the test? How did I, how did I score, you know? And so what we're going to look at now in these next weeks is, you know, where we can tweak the energies, where we can, you know, we're not going to get dumped into that pool of retrograde anymore. We're going to get up on our feet and start moving forward. But whatever has been um, holding you back, you know, from, from, like where the obstacles were, you know, wherever those obstacles held you back. Now, now's the time to shake free of them. And the other thing is that when, when you um, do the work with Saturn, Saturn does give you something in the end. So I would expect that each of us has something to recover from this and we can step forward with confidence because we work through the insecurities and we can move into a direction of achievement, which is so important to Capricorn. Now, we are in a very Capricornian time because Mercury retrograded back into Capricorn and conjunct Pluto Friday night in this region of the world. And we have so many planets in Capricorn right now because the moon went into Capricorn, right? So the moon went into Capricorn, um, and that was Saturday in the wee hours in this region of the world. So that means we've got Mars, Venus, Moon, Mercury, and Pluto all in Capricorn. All in Capricorn. That's five planets in Capricorn. That's a whole lot of, lot of Capricorn. <laughs> and so we're not done. We're not done with Capricorn yet. We're not done with um, reevaluating the insecurities, stepping forward out of our fears and anxieties. We're, we're looking at all that. And Venus went retrograde yesterday, and then the moon met up with her and Mars, you know, went to Mars and then went to Venus. And so this is, this is really important, um, you know, because the moon really, like, gave that Venus direct a vitamin shot, and I felt that. And now the moon is 24, as I'm doing this, it's 24 degrees of Capricorn and Mercury's 25 and Pluto's 26. So 
Mercury gets the moon, you know, in the next couple of hours. And then Pluto, a few hours after that, gets the moon. And then, of course, you know, after that, the moon will go void um, as it conjuncts Pluto 11.44 p.m. tonight, Eastern time. So we are, we are in for some really interesting, you know, emotional connections. And if you have aha moments, epiphanies, write them down. This is going to be important for you to look at as you go through the weeks that we're, that we're coming through. Now, Venus is going to go back over that, that section of Capricorn that she was in before she went retrograde. And then after she went retrograde. So this is going to be section number three, the version number three of that section of the Zodiac. And What's so important is that um, she is not going to do this by herself. So she's sitting at 11 degrees and she's moving, um, she's moving forward. You know, she's, well, she's kind of in limbo right now because she's stopped. But, you know, she's um, getting, getting past the retrograde she's starting to gently move forward and she's she's doing that she's still she's still going to be at 11 um but you know by the time we get to you know thursday mars is going to be at seven tuesday wednesday is going to be at six mars will be at seven and a half and that's really only four degrees away from venus at 11 Remember Venus, Venus is slowed so much that Mars, which is a slower moving planet than Venus, is able to catch up to her. To my estimation, that is a conjunction. Yes, folks, the Venus-Mars conjunction is going to start this week. And it's not an exact conjunction, but you're going to feel it. And I'm already feeling it because, you know, we were, I was in my coaching group the other day and we were talking about male-female energies and how much male do you feel during the day and how much female do you feel during the day when you check in with yourself, the process of knowing male-female energies and, and when it's time to move forward and when it's time to release and, and receive receive and female energy receives and male energy acts. And, and then there's been all sorts of stuff all over about divine feminine, divine masculine. Very important. This is all coming together in a very serious way. Remember it's Capricorn. They will jaunt into Aquarius together. Um, yes. So this is profound. Um, like I said before, Venus and Mars don't do this very often. So we're going to really start seeing the connection of male and female. And this is a really good thing to evaluate. And we will talk about this a lot in the coming weeks. How much energy do you expend um, in the masculine? And is it the proper energy in the masculine? Meaning, you know, there's divine masculine, there's wounded masculine, there's divine feminine, there's wounded feminine. And what we were talking about in the last few weeks in my coaching group with my coach, Yerlin Ramirez, um, and I don't work with her for her, I do work with her. But um, <laughs> anyway, she was saying, you know, when you have this moment of, you know, you feel like you should, you know, should in quotations, act, you should take action. Oh, I should be taking action. And you're taking action because you should be and not because it's aligned with what you're feeling. When you align with energy to be 
moved forward in, in an action. It should be an impulse that you cannot resist. Because if you are acting because you're supposed to, or you think in your head you're supposed to, then it's coming from the wounded masculine. You know, we're always told, you have to take action. Go out there. Do it. Do it. Do it. And you know, that doesn't always work. Sometimes you feel like you have to sit back and receive and release and and receive the moment and then the impulse comes and then you can go take the action because you can take action till you're blue in the face banging your head against the wall and nothing happens because it's not in alignment it's not the right time it's so important to connect with what is in alignment and what is aligned action as opposed to random impulsive action just because you think you should so this is something that everybody should be thinking about over these next weeks and months as Venus and Mars journey together and hopefully you know we come to a better place of balance and understanding this Venus and Mars dynamic um and this is something really important to be looking at. And it's also, you know, going to be a good time for relationships and things, you know, after we come out of this, you know, after having come out of the retrograde cycle. So that's, that's really important. So, you know, right now, five planets in Capricorn, serious commitment, focus, hard work, but, you know, never working matter to matter, working smartly, working with your energy in the right place. Okay. So today the sun squared Uranus and the sun is in Aquarius and it was, I felt an agitated energy earlier today. It, it was um, conjunct at 2.32 p.m. I'm sorry, squared at 2.32 p.m. Uh, Eastern time and that, you know, Uranus rules Aquarius. So there were, you know, there was a little bit of knocking, knocking energies, you know, against each other because of the square. But I definitely, like when I sat down to meditate this morning, it was like, okay, I had to really, really sit myself down and, and get my energy sorted because I, it was very distracting energy today. And there was no distraction. There wasn't like the other day when the bottle of kefir exploded in my house. Um, no, this was, this was definitely just in my head and the energy around me. And I really pulled myself together and, and had to meditate. Um, so that's something that maybe you had to reel in. You had to reel in your energy today. And it's always a little agitated when sun and Uranus, um, you know, it's the life force and the sun. And then there's this planet that's, you know, governs chaos. So that was part of it. And then um, we have a new moon on Tuesday. So it's another exciting week. You know, Venus is starting to move forward. And there's a new moon on Tuesday. And it's, you know, the first new moon after the sun enters Aquarius is always the Chinese New Year. And so the Chinese Lunar New Year, the year of the tiger starts on Tuesday. Um, the new moon is at 1246 AM Eastern time on Tuesday. And if you live in the Pacific time zone, it will be, you know, earlier in the evening, you know, maybe you're not getting ready for bed yet. Um, but yes, 1246 AM Eastern time, very good. New energy in Aquarius. It's the new moon in Aquarius. Now, tricky, <laughs> tricky because 
the moon and the sun will be in Aquarius. And then, of course, the moon will march forward six hours, five hours later and conjunct Saturn. And so that's, you know, it feels a little restricting a little bit, you know, in, 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 in impediment. But again, remember, we're still working through these insecurities that we've had. And the moon will have squared Uranus at 10.25 p.m. on Monday night before it becomes new. So again, remember Uranus and Saturn were squaring last year. And so Saturn has moved forward. Saturn's like uh, numerous degrees ahead of Uranus, and they are no longer in any sort of exactitude as far as the square goes. That moved forward um, at Christmas time. But the moon will be... Um, hitting the Uranus, which is at 10 degrees first, and then going to Saturn, which is at 15 degrees. And, you know, that's something um, to pay attention to. You know, just if you feel that squeeze between restriction and liberation again, know that it's the moon triggering all of those. And, and you know, then, of course, the big news is that the second retrograde ends on Thursday, and it's going to be late Thursday. It'll be at 11, 13 p.m. Mercury will go direct. So, you know, this is, they're all keeping up with each other, Uranus, um, not Uranus, I'm sorry, Mercury and Venus and the retrogrades moving forward. So we're going to feel a lot more clarity once we get to Friday. And so if, you know, if you've been waiting to contact people, initiate things, um, definitely hang in there till Friday. It's a good thing. You know, I'm waiting to like make some purchases and things and I'm just going to wait till Friday. I'm, I'm not going to say, oh, Venus is direct. I can go do this now. No, I'd rather wait till Friday, you know. And the Mercury direct occurs um, 11, 13 p.m. Eastern time. And so if you feel things slowing down, you know, Mercury will be, you know, it's, it conjunct Pluto the other day, and now it's going to pass Pluto, and it's not going to, it'll come back to Pluto, but it won't come back until February 11th. So there were three passages. One of them was back in December. One of them was Friday. One of them, well, Friday late, Saturday, you know-ish. And one of them will be on the 11th of February. What information has come forward for you? What information has led to transformation? You know, um, and that's a good, that's a good thing. And while Mercury is going direct, the sun is going to meet with Saturn. So, you know, we had, again, there's this, still this dynamic between Saturn and Uranus. And today, earlier, as I mentioned, the sun squared Uranus. And since Saturn is further on, it won't reach the conjunction with Saturn as it is in Aquarius until Friday. Now, Sun-Saturn. Don't let Saturn overdo it. Saturn can be, like I said, there was an agitation today. I calmed myself down. I did it through meditation. Good job. Okay. I didn't stay agitated. I didn't say, you know what? I don't feel like meditating. I have too much energy. I can't sit still today. I didn't do that. So we have to work with the energy and I was able to move through it and have a very deep meditation and profound meditation today because of sun Uranus and I, I transcended that erratic energy. When we get to Friday, don't, don't be gloomy. Don't allow the gloom 
to get to you. And again, you know, if I start feeling gloomy, it's going to be 2.05 p.m. Eastern time, which is 1.05 p.m. my time. If I start feeling the gloom, you know, I'm going to go into my meditation and I'm just going to do it and transcend it so that I like understand what might, what might be calling me as far as seriousness or commitment or maybe, maybe it's commitment to taking action, you know, and it's important to, to think about your actions and where you haven't been able to take action because there's been so much retrograde. Even if you're a person who takes action despite retrograde, maybe you've been stopped along the way. Like um, there was someone here that like was trying to launch a business. I think I mentioned that in another podcast and um, how they they just kept getting stopped. And I said, it's just Mercury retrograde. Just sit back and accept it. And so where we've had to sort of sit back and accept things. So it's stepping forward with caution, you know, it's also asking us to not get sucked into the Saturnine energy of possibly being a bit gloomy or getting too caught up in the seriousness of the moment, just being, being cautious about like, okay, you know, I don't want to go crazy now that I'm delirious that Mercury is direct, <laughs> but, but you do want to maybe take thoughtful action. It is an air sign. It is Saturn and the sun and Aquarius. So it's maybe taking thoughtful action or just sort of, you know, um, being pensive about things or pausing before you leap forward. Um, and it's, it's an interesting dynamic because we've been so like stopped because of all this retrograde. And so things didn't feel like they were moving forward. And then there's a sun Saturn, which never really feels like it's moving forward. So, um, but that's really the big stuff this week. And there isn't anything else to be concerned about. And, you know, um, it's, it's really, we're going to move into something different now. The energies are going to shift. And I think this is really positive. And you know, when we have this new moon this week on Tuesday, it's time to really make some, make some effort towards a manifestation, something really positive. Um, and I have a story to tell, which some of you have heard from me already, but because you're in my life and you talk to me regularly, but, um, so, you know, I, told you last week that Monday was my birthday and Monday was my birthday. And we had, if you saw my Instagram, we went out and went to an Argentine steakhouse, but the property where I live, um, couples come here to have a baby and they come from all over the world. I think the first couple came from Alaska. Somebody came from Russia. There were people from Argentina long before I moved here and couple number oh, baby number 50. Cause I think some people have been here twice to have a baby. Um, baby number 50 arrived this week. Baby number 50 arrived in the wee hours of the morning of my birthday. So this is, you know, I thought, hey, this is the first time I've ever had a baby born on my birthday on this property. But it was baby number 50, which is a milestone, right? Like how many times do people come here to have a baby? So you would think, you know, a couple of times now they, they all um, you know, the woman went into labor in the apartment, you know, it's an Airbnb. She went into labor and, and this, you know, some of the longer term residents here, here, the, uh, they're kept up at night because of the, the labor. But, you know, that's one of the side effects of having people come here to have babies. The midwives all know the property, but what I found out a day or so later was that not just, well, it's a milestone. Hey, 
a person, well, first of all, a person had a baby on my birthday. Wow, how about that? Second, it's the milestone baby. It's baby number 50. Wow, how about that? They named their baby Jupiter. Okay, they didn't know me. I didn't know them. I'm an astrologer. It was my birthday, and these people named their baby Jupiter. It's a boy. Um, I met baby Jupiter the other, I think I met him on Thursday and his parents and they were like very congenial and lovely. And they're actually from California, but they're living in Puriscal, which is not far from here. And which is a beautiful area. And <laughs> I couldn't believe it. You know, one of the other friends of mine here said, you know, introduce me. And, and we said, I'm an astrologer and you had the baby on my birthday. And they're like, Oh my goodness. Yes. The baby's named after the, the daddy's, um, rise um his his ruling planet so he's a Sagittarius then these people knew their way around astrology they already knew what the baby's rising sign was they must have had an app and that told them the baby's chart and they were looking at the planets and they they already knew um and these people had just given birth <laughs> so they were recovering from giving birth but they knew the baby's chart <laughs> so yay for astrology like score for astrology and then how about that? Somebody named their baby Jupiter on the birthday of an astrologer. So this is just, it's got reverberations all over the place. I couldn't believe it that not only that, but, um, just, just it, I thought it bodes well for me in my year ahead. So if I do say so myself, so I think, I think that on my solar return, I got a, a blessing from Jupiter and without even realizing it. So I think it's going to be a good year. So let's all, let's all celebrate together this good year. And now that we've gotten a lot of these retrogrades out of the way, we can start to move forward or we will by the end of the week. And, um, and start to move into this lovely Venus Mars that's going to happen. And then eventually Venus joining Neptune and, and Jupiter at the end of April. So let's be positive. Let's be optimistic. Let's go forward together. And um, let's see what Venus and Mars bring us over these next weeks. I'm excited. I hope you are. And so if you need to speak to me and you'd like to have a session, you can just reach me through the goldenastrologer.com, my website, and you can go to book online. And if you'd like to have a Reiki session with me, um, I do rainbow crystal Reiki. It's a fifth dimension Lemurian Reiki. You can book that session with me also, or you could write to me and say, Hey Deb, what's that Reiki about? Um, it's at info at the, the golden astrologer.com or Deb at Deb McBride.com. And, um, I'm on Instagram, The Golden Astrologer, and you can tune into me there where I either do videos or I write little pieces about what's going on in the, the heavens. And my Twitter is at Deb Astrology, and I'm on this podcast um, weekly on Sundays. So I thank you all so much for listening and being with me. And hey, we made it through Venus retrograde. Aren't you happy? Isn't this great? And love to each and every one of you and much gratitude for all listeners and um shout out to everybody who's here regularly and i really appreciate and send my love thanks so much have a good week